uh, the person who actually gave the name Bachata, because Bachata is a get-together, like a bate, but it's just a get-together. He concreted the name, and he was the biggest hater of Bachata because it was like, oh, they're destroying the... the they're destroying the, 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 the genre. They're destroying the, the public. Que es eso? Eso lo que es una bachata. And he said it in public TV in the 1970s. Se llama Rafael, Rafael something. So after that, ese nombre se quedó. And it got titled into being bachata, the genre. The Latinos Out Loud podcast. Eloeleros, it's your girl, your amiga, Rachel La Loca, here on a Sunday recording with some incredible guests. I am so excited to introduce these people. You have heard the buzz, okay, New York City? I know you have because it's buzzing. Y'all know Bachata is about to take over the city of New York. It's so crazy. I am so excited to invite to the microphone, to the Latinos Out Loud stage, the founder of Bachateria, or co-founder, I should say, because there's more than one, Juan Valgas, and one of the featured talent at Bachateria, which is taking place at the United Palace, Liza and Winnie. Hey. Hello. Hey. hey. Pleasure to meet you. Thank you for having us. Can y'all sense? Can y'all sense my excitement? Do you I feel like, it? Yes. I like that vibe. I, right there. We love it. We love it. Yo estoy representando la ciudad de Nueva York right now, mi gente, because everybody's talking about bachata right now. It's That's so exciting. Let's. I would love to hear. I mean, I have so many questions for y'all, but off the top. Please let the LOLeros what's going down when at the United Palace. Someone, please, because I'm out of breath. August I'm too excited. 5th. August 5th. <laughs> Listen, it's un orgullo. In United Palace, some a theater that you could never even imagine. You know, we started as musicians. The Tony there. Awards. What? The Tonys were just there. There you go, the Tony Awards. <laughs> filming there they've done series they've done they've everything done there come on selena gomez there. was there not too long ago so that's what i mean it's yes. the united palace august 5th bachateria amazing artists upcoming artists that you know it's just bringing the genre to another level so that's something that we want to show the culture we want to show people that there's more out there and that bachata is for the world, you know what I mean? And it's something that we're so happy. We're all so excited. You know, we're talking about Julie Santo. We're talking about J. Fab and Paola. We're talking about Afro-Dominicano. We're talking about Wilben. We're talking about us. We're talking about so, so Valerio. many artists. Valerio. It's like so, you know, Joel Insuperable. So it's like a lot, a lot of artists that we're all coming together. We're just excited to just give you guys what we got, what you could listen in your house, in your house party, in your wedding, in every special moment. Like we all got something special and, to give and you it's, guys. And it's crazy because uh, we kind of manifested this because about 18 years ago, we were performing there as musicians yeah. with another artist. And me and Liza just looked at each other and we were like, imagine us singing here yeah. as us as artists. Yeah. So 18 years later, we're here. Yeah. Thank God. Thanks to Smurf. Thanks to 
you know, bachateria. The whole team, the whole team. Yeah, the whole just, team that Smurf has going on is so, it, they've been so amazing. Let me, let me say something. You guys been working so hard. And that's something that as artists, you know, you see people that, you know, they want to help out. Y ya se olvidan, pero Smurf has been one of the ones since we started back in 2014 who has been like, Dándonos ese empujo y a cada artista that's also going to be there as well. And it's something that we feel very appreciative of. So, thank you. Thank yeah. you so much. I, I love this so much because on Latinos Out Loud, we often talk about manifesting mm -hmm. and our dreams and making those dreams attainable. And I love hearing this story oh. that you guys put <laughs> it out there in the universe and now you're on the stage. Thank I you. felt that way one time, you know, about certain theaters, you know, just being a comedian. Mm. And I saw some of the legends perform at the New Yorican Poets Cafe, you know, at the United Palace. And I am so proud to also say that I've graced both of those stages as a performer. Um, I got to do a really special reading on the stage of the United Palace. It was the anniversary for coming to America. And they invited my comedy troupe to do a reading from the barbershop scene of the film. Oh, that's awesome. As, that's what's up. As <laughs> us, you know? And we did it there. And I'm just, I know what that orgullo feels like because these are really important houses, casas for our talent, especially the talent that's being cultivated out of Washington Heights. <laughs> no way, time out. We represent New York everywhere, man. So we just yeah. excited. Yeah, yeah. We just excited, we, we're, man. We're, we're Queens kids, but we, are, we represent the Heights. We represent the Bronx Listen, everywhere. Brooklyn. Our heart is just for the culture. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it's just yeah. trying to give an example to young kids also out there. Because we started Bachata very young. A lot of the. Tell me more. You Tell know, a lot of the story. artists that you see that's going to be there yeah. started so young. So we, we've actually. You know, if you don't know, we're married. Um, we we oh, that's so cute. <laughs> doing a heart around um, your spaces on Zoom. Oh. <laughs> we we've been playing bachata since two thousand one. Yeah. Um, and we started in high school. We, you know, we I, we I did our own band, and I invited Liza to sing because she used to sing R and B. She wasn't really into bachata, but I I brought her to this world. And um, ever since then, we've been this inseparable, yeah. you know. So uh, we have a lot of history. So 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 does <laughs> so does the other artists that are going to perform as well. I mean, you're talking about Julie Santos, right? Who started with Aventura, and they and when they blew up, it was something that changed the genre. Like it just went worldwide. It went from being in in one island in a couple islands to being worldwide. So. You know, it's just it's just incredible. You know, yeah. Even Valerio themselves, like they used to be mega banda, like we, like here in our, yeah, back in our yeah. neighborhood, they even played in my baby shower. How about that? My firstborn. Wow. Yep. Because I was wow. I was I was such a fan of of their you know the way they played the way as just with their group together. To me, that's what it's it's all about connection and how I feel and the vibe and energy and they. Always Always had it there, man. And with I don't I, I don't want to go to work. Come on, like everybody has that Sunday, like yeah, yep. you know what I mean. And then you 
Billy Santo with her angelic voice with No es amor and all those other songs that just hit, bro. And all these other artists that just got so much to offer. And a lot of people don't know, but now that they're gonna all really see us together in one room in a stage where no. it's so historical. Come on. Oh. I, I love your energy. I want to just comment on like Judy Santos's part of the song because like every genre has that one song where the women go buck wild when it yeah! comes out in the club, in your See, car, girl. at a Let party. And mm -hmm. for me, like in <laughs> yeah. salsa, it was La India Ese Hombre, right? Ese Hombre Que Tu Es Ahí. Yes. Like it was just, I was, we were representing for all women when we sing that song. And it's Judy Santos's part during the obsession that that's the part we go buck wild no es amor no es amor it's an obsession like, yep. <laughs> i cannot wait to see this live okay i want to talk about the start right because i'm so sorry juan but like you guys mentioned your start in bachata why did you choose this genre what was behind that passion because i've spoken to several artists and i kind of like know what the answer is going to be at this point but i can't wait to hear it from your mouth because there is such an orgullo to these it's, kinds of questions it's it's funny Please because talk. because i you know growing up right especially dominican right you come from a dominican household you always listen to bachata, merengue, salsa, right? Those are the three genres that, that your parents always play. Even balada, you, you know, Ana Gabriel and all that stuff. Oh, see. But, oh, see. but um, it's just crazy because I was really into hip-hop, right? And then all of a sudden when I hit high school, um, I started listening to Raulín a lot and Anthony Santos and Luis Vargas. And then listening to Raulín, and I started uh, learning the guitar in high school. And for me, the Raulín songs were, were easier to learn. So I started just, this. I, I just listened to him all day, all day, all day. Y yo me amargaba a veces like, in the night. And I used to put the cassette, the cassettes on in the, my little radio and just vibe to it all night. In your Walkman? That's <laughs> right. Yeah. Walk Dating ourselves. Yo, no, Eloelero's Google Walkman right now. Okay? W-A-L-K-M-A-N. All right, just in case. And then, <laughs> and I used to play varsity baseball in high school, and it was over for me when I brought the guitar to practice. That's it. <laughs> the coach was so pissed off that it's like the music just took over me. And I even stopped playing baseball. It's crazy. And wow. and then, you know, I met Liza in music class and we used to perform together. But her thing was always R&B, Alicia yeah. Keys, Whitney Houston, you know, Selena. Selena, yeah. And Great. Wow. she had an amazing voice. And I would talk to my friends like, wow, imagine if we put Liza in our band. Like, it would sound dope. And then I asked her and she kind of brushed me off. She was like... <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't know about that. You're gonna have to ask my mom. But she she said that in a way, so I, so she won't do it. Cause I didn't think he was gonna go to my mom's salon. My mom, my peluquera, she does hair. So I was like, oh I played it gosh. off like that, and I'm an only child. My mom never really lets me go out. So I was like, you gotta ask my mom, cause definitely in my mind, I thought my mom was gonna say, "You crazy? You're gonna be with a bunch of guys?" Heck no. But he actually went that same night. And then my mom said, yes. So my plan did not work. So I went, I was wow. like, you know what? It's a way to get out the house. Uh, my little girl wants to come out so bad. And I'm like pushing her around. Um, and I... <laughs> 
I'm oh, like, I, I put uh, the master lock on the cage with mine. Oh, I girl. Food and, I'm just kidding. There's no locks. Don't call, call, don't call Child Protective Services. She's slowly like creeping up. Um, so I'm sorry about that. But um, it's okay. She, if she wants to be on the show, she's more than welcome. Oh, you okay? see, Mila? If she wants to be a little Latina out there. Mira, you see her little. <laughs> but now, mi amor, I see curls. Yeah, yeah. That's what's going on. <laughs> No, man, I'm telling you, it, it backfired me. And when it did, I was like, all right, let me see what this this is all about. And I instantly fell in love. So that, and now look. that is what got me into when, a chata. When she, when she heard those bongos and guida live and the guitars and bass, she fell in love with it. It was a wrap. Juan, I really want to talk to you. Oh, <laughs> hi, muchachita linda. No, she got shy. <laughs> there oh, you go. okay, a little stage fright. <laughs> Uh, is how many children do you guys have? Two. Two. We have an eleven-year-old, and she's three. Yeah. Hi, bebecita. Oh, God bless you guys. What <laughs> Thank a beautiful you. family and story, Juan. <laughs> Elijah, this Elijah. is. It, it, it's really love and bachata right now. It's so beautiful. Okay. Thank you. Thank Juan, you. I would love to talk about the evolution of the genre because Willie mentioned it before. Something I think that is so interesting and in that this genre of music went from being isolated on one island, our mother country, right? You guys see my country club in the background. I did yeah, I see it. I yeah, I see it. I, I see it. I was like, okay. <laughs> I'm drinking this in our honor right now. Mi mamá nació en la República Dominicana. Yo oh, soy man. Dominicana. I'm half Jewish, half Russian, and half Dominican. So wow. I'm too many. Wow. Mazel tov and merengue. Interesting okay? mix. Bueno. And so I'm very familiar, you know, with the genre. But I, too, back in the day as a little girl going summer after summer, I would hear Rauling. And, and then coming back to the United States, I eventually hear, you know, this influx. The artists, the music making their way to to the United States. I would love to hear from your perspective, Juan, how that evolution, how do you summarize that evolution? What's happening now in the genre of bachata and what can we expect in the future? Wow. Uh, so that's a lot. So the, <laughs> so so being uh, born and raised here in, in, in New York, understanding where, where it came from by, by my grandfather, um, who used to play the, the, the oldies, the classics, the Luis Segura, Leonardo Paniagua, Ramon Cordero, all the all these names that really started and found and founded it. But uh, there, there, there's been an evolution since the late 1920s of, of, of bachata, right? It first started off as a as as a bolero type of bohemio type of a mix of 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 Cuban song with everything going on in the world and 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 being transmitted into the Dominican public from then. So what we did as the, as Dominicans, we we took that and we 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 did it in our own style as as, as we usually do. So back in the days, we used lo que se hacía era se llamaba bate. Bate is a get together of people just chilling, having their country club or having their beers and drinking, just guitars and um, un cajón, or not even a cajón. Let's just say a chair or they were just sitting back in the backyard, right? And then they used to just play it and 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 sing whatever that came 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 to their feel, and a lot of it was influenced in the in the boleros. So the 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 boleros from Puerto Rico, the boleros from um, Ecuador, just Latin America in, in total. And that's how bachata came to be created or the style when we included the the do cajones or you just playing on top of a table and putting that the the, the bongo feel to it. Um, 
to summarize it because it's a lot it's, it's a lot so we oh, will have to is, literally this yeah, is awesome yeah, yeah. this is an education so, that's enlightening mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and entertaining yes. at the same time please continue right. and spare so us we, no detalles yeah <laughs> so we're gonna have actually a, a expert who his name is wilfredo he is the one who's going to be presenting everything in the concert um video wise because he's the professional historian even i i gotta give it to him guys he actually beat me Oh wow. Oh wow. Because he's he studied the genre from its literally creation or when people thought it was be really being created. Um and the revolution of it going in there from the twenties to the thirties to the forties, where and then when the dictatorship came in in, in, in Dominican Republic with Trujillo, he didn't want that. It was also a social impact because that bachata at the time didn't have no name, but that music was too or to it, it didn't it didn't portray the society of the Dominican Republic that Trujillo wanted to portray. Mm-hmm. So that's mm-hmm. why he was very yeah. much like you know no bajo clase like no bajo clase you know, everything was clean. Right. He yeah. wanted the Europeans. He wanted the the that's the, right. the blanquito look. He wanted you guys, that's what he wanted. Yeah. Quick quick little tidbit because I am loving this conversation and I want to add to it. When I tell people that my father is Jewish, they automatically assume that I'm from Sosua because Trujillo led in a bunch of Jews right mm-hmm. before, you know, World War II yeah. to blanquear la raza. And exactly. there are still synagogues in Sosua. They're still practicing Jewish people there. So like I have a whole Jewminican tribe and one day I'm going to make my way there and like <laughs> place my flag and I don't know, we're going to like sing and form guitar circles. That's my dream. <laughs> but uh, and we're going to sing Hava Nagila and Rolling Rosendo hey. at the same time. Um, <laughs> pero <laughs> please continue because this, we don't, I mean, we love the music and we jam right. to it in the clubs. Mm-hmm. But this is granular. This is yeah. getting behind the music. And from what I understand, from um, that this concert is in supplement to a documentary that's yes. also coming out. So yes. please continue. And again, spare us no details. You are a I'm great a storyteller, as are Liza <laughs> and Willie. So I'm going to put myself on mute, which is very hard. No, okay, It's okay. No, but please jump in. Don't worry about it. Uh, so from, from that time, the the... Dominicans weren't allowed and they, they were taken away and just disappeared. It was, they were playing too much and he found out, but they couldn't be in the, in the public eye. So when he does get, get assassinated, um, it starts freeing up and people felt more free because now they're liberal. They don't have to be uh, scared of their life if they, if they are playing this musician. They had to do it like um, hidden. It was like in the United States. Like with, with mundo, the, with like the, underground. El mundo, yeah. yeah. It's like the United States, right? When the, the liquor... Uh, what was that era called? The prohibition. The prohibition, right? That's the uh-huh. same thing that happened the third, with Dominican Republic. It's bachata. Yeah. It's bachata. Wow. It's, it's, it's exactly wow. equivalent to it. So It was banned. How do you it was ban banned. an amazing genre, genre of music? It's just so... Well, anyway, we're here now. So yeah. please continue. Yeah, so it after that, um, of course, you know, uh, everybody knows the first, the first bachata that was ever publicly and on the books recorded and promoted was the uh, Juan Manuel Calderón, and we get that to them. But from all those, those three decades before, ya la bachata estaba creciendo y se estaba tocando. And if you hear that first song, that first song is just sounds just like bolero, just with some 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 bongos in it behind it, and the way they were singing it, which which was el sentimiento, el amargue, el el el, el sufrimiento. Eh, que tú me dejaste por otro, que tú no me hiciste esto, and it, it was usually men. Uh, you know, 
de, de pechado. And where would they go to to the pechal? So it was like, ah, tú me botó, yo me voy para un, para, to what we call it, it was the lo guardia, right? So era música de guardia because they used to go to a cabaret y de ahí se pasaron escuchando esa música y bailando y después de ahí can do, let's keep it PG-13, right? Um, so <laughs> it, it's, it, it, it's a lot, it's a lot of it. But then after that, started becoming more popular. Um, de ahí salió Luis Segura, de ahí salió Nenalo Pernayagua, de ahí salió the, the first on record, eh, primera bachatera que era Lidia Aventura. Um, no, I'm sorry. No, she was the second. Sorry. sorry. Maricela Rodríguez. It wasn't in Maricela. Yes. yes. Maricela eh, Mar Rodríguez. No, Maricela. Maricel, eh, something eh, like that. Yeah, Rodríguez. I, I have her here. And sorry, I'm a little off today. No, you're so, fine. You're fine. Um, Yeah, so she, my history Melida, 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 Melida Rodriguez. Melida Rodriguez. Yes. yes. Our founding four sister. Is, is yes. Yeah. Yes. I did my research on her and it, it's crazy because, yeah. uh, you know, after she passed, she passed because she got cancer. But it's crazy how she evolved it. Mm -hmm. She sang Liza Willie. <laughs> it's 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 funny how she made the female bachata the way it was back in the days. And I was reading her history and she sang so ella se despechaba and I was like, wow. Yeah. Wow. All right, because in the concept at that time era el 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 género era bien machista, right? Because it was only men. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And it was only men thinking about que me pasó esto, la mujer me dio lo, lo, whatever whatever it was, it was mostly men. It's still still to this day is is 98% of it. Yes, is dominated, dominated that way, right? Men. But we have our Liza's. Who yeah, are, and and we know, have our our, 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 our Judy Paola. and Paola. Yes. We have Judy. Yeah. We have we, we have a lot of them. Yeah. So at that time, after the 60s and 70s, it was still considered bajo mundo. You still couldn't play anywhere. In the 70s, uh, the person who actually gave the name bachata, because bachata is a get together like a bate, but it's just a get together. He concreted the name, and he was the biggest hater of bachata because it was like, oh, they're destroying the the They're destroying the, 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 the genre. They're destroying the, the public. ¿Qué es eso? Eso lo que es una bachata. And he said it in public TV in the 1970s. Se llama Rafael, Rafael something. So after that, ese nombre se quedó. And it got titled into being bachata, the genre. Wow. Which a lot of people still don't, they, they don't put two to two together. But that's when it was stated. And it was stated for the wrong, wrong way. But what us bachateros do and the genre did was like, okay, yo lo voy a coger. Después de nombrarlo bachata, the bachateros was like, okay, we need to change it up because now they're, they're just blocking us and we can't play. So le pusieron lo que ya estaban cantando que era la música de amargue. Then it started evolving in the late 70s, then it came uh, the 80s where it came back. It was like, no, no es amargue, es bachata, es lo mismo, bachata. Um, and then it got more creative where it, it evolved to a thing where ya no era solamente de amargue y despecho, sino también era de, de doble sentido. So Doble Sentido came in, was like saying things very nicely, but Doble Sentido, que se llama En Que Paz de Cáncer Blas Durán. Then that popped off and it went crazy, and it, it went crazy. And then um, then Luis Varga, that's where he initiated his band and his stuff. He was doing the same thing. Lo que era bachate y bachatarengue de Doble Sentido. I'm just trying to scum, right? Then it started growing and became popular, and then at that time, that's when all mostly all the Dominicans started migration to, to to the U.S. Late '60s, early '70s, and it was the poor, it was also poor people, the working people that migrated over to get a better life and be able to get it. So what they wanted to hear, 
they wanted to hear su música. Besides el merengue, besides la, la, la salsa, ellos querían escuchar su música. So in the late 80s, um, Blas Durán and everybody else started traveling over, and there was just a boom. And people just started going over and, and, and doing it. Then Luis Valga started, started traveling, then everybody else started following through. But there was a time where it was like, okay, yeah, don't listen though. We can't hear this in public. Let's take it more serious. Bladuran started coming down. And this is why I, I, and I say this, me personally, in my opinion, Luis Valga is one of the, the pioneers of bringing the bachata over and, and changing it up because he changed up his style from being doble sentido to being, and he literally labeled his album En Serio, literally labeled En Serio. To be able to bring it and change the whole um, factor and be accepted a little bit more and started singing about more amalgue, more que la, la, la mujer, and more having fun, et cetera, et cetera. So that was in uh, late 80s, transition over to 89, 90, they come to the phenomenon of Anthony Santos, which just blew everything up and started changing, changing it. Um, and I'm going to just skip over because after that, uh, so Luis Valga's band, Anthony Santos was the Guirero. And Anthony Santos' band, Raulín, era, tocaba ahí con él. So it was like it came from the same group. Go forward, and I'm just going to skim over. Something happened in the, they started in 97, 98, a young group that was influenced by a lot of rock, hip-hop, and wanted to do this stuff, Union Quietud. That was formed, and they were formed in high school as well as Liza Willie, which were, they were called Los Teenagers at the time. They evolved to become Aventura. Their first album was, they were making buzz, they were doing things, they were stuff, but it was still not, not where they wanted it to be because they're influential. Like, okay, oh, eso, cambiaron la bachata, que la bachata no se toca así, que esto y el otro. Then they recorded the, the I, I still to this, to this day, I, I, I believe and, and I strongly believe the number one bachata in the world, most known and most popular, is still called Obsesión. Right. So they changed, they changed everything that, that up. That must be backed up, right? Yeah. It's everything. Yeah. It's just, it became a global song. Song. Yeah. So they took that and then they brought in, you know what? We need a female voice because at the time it was Monchi Alessandra. They were doing great and they were doing that duo. It hasn't been seen Do the right Monchi, way. <laughs> exactly. Then they took that and then that, that blew up. Then in that decade of 2001, 2010, I, how many groups? Everybody wanted to do bachata because it was a cool thing and then the, the, us, the, the teenager at the time, we wanted it, we liked it. And we transitioned over to that. At that time, I think there was over maybe 30 groups. Wow. There was like a, a wave of so many It was groups. a wave of so many groups. So <laughs> that, that happened. Me. And then locally in New York, it was un grupo de bachata en todos lados tocando. It was here. Que en este Que no, en this one. No, que the clubs. Que no, que esto. Of course, Aventura was still popular. Then after Aventura, the, the second most popular one was Nueva Era at the time when they first came out, which mm -hmm, was yeah. supposedly their their same concept with a girl and stuff. It's just a little bit more more traditional side of it, if you could say it. But then after that came Extreme. After that, um, Andy Andy se metió al coro porque Andy Andy era merenguero y se metió y se, me, se metió a chatero. So we that whole that. wave just yeah. that that everything happened, and then Aventura became the Again, number one group in, in in the world. Then they 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 split up. But when they did that, it was it was just not New York. It was just not Dominican Republic. It was just not Puerto Rico. It became bachata became a sensation around the world. That the bachata still to this day has evolved so much that in Europe, you go in Europe, the number one genre over there is bachata. Wow. You go to Japan. You go to Japan. You hear bachata. In the U.S., people still have a misconception. 
the number one genre in, in, in the U.S., yes, it is urban music. It is urban music, Latin-wise. But second is bachata, right? And now, what about dancing bachata? Like, I also feel that, you know, every country has their forbidden dance, you know? Were there any implications of, like, the sexual connotation or the sexual movements of bachata? Like, what can you speak to from that? So that was part of the the whole uh, música de 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 <laughs> de Guardia. Because the Guardia, malo era en pegadito, nada más. There was not yeah. nothing very yeah. sexual, y era pegadito. pegadito. So it came from there. Now if we take that in, and then the the one two step, the the one two three step, which now is a whole another movement, which they call it. No, it's not one two three step. It's one two three four, which is still the same thing, but I need they to do ask it and you they about change that. it. Because <laughs> there's no stop. I'm very confused. I only have two legs. How do they do these moves? But anyway, yeah. yeah. So <laughs> it, it has evolved into it where. And in, in, in my opinion, and I, and I tell them over, and they, and they supported bachata too tremendous. They're the ones who are keeping bachata there because they actually give opportunity to other new, not new, to, for the groups that are working, they give the opportunity to play their songs. And it's not played in the commercial side, but it's played in, in their, their practices, in their congresses. It's being played everywhere. And they're the ones really su supporting the, the, the new, this generation that are working. Um, so kudos to them. But what they did was salsa steps and sexual salsa steps and they implemented them in, into the bachata mm -hmm. so all those the susie cues and everything else and and the sexual body roll and then the body roll and everything else they implemented into the bachata and then people started liking it because it was something different they were already tired of the same stuff in, in salsa and in bachata is, is so many variations so you got hip-hop in bachata you got reggae in bachata you got so many different rhythms in being embedded in, into bachata now that they're able to go ahead and play with it. So they'd be able to do that body roll that everybody looks at it and be like, oh, it looks like they're about to break or they're, or they're even, or what is it, a rubber band? They've been implemented that into, into the dancing. I think um, Dominicans, we have like uh, hinges on the inside <laughs> of our hips so that, you know, we could do that folding thing. Uh, same thing with Jamaican people, how they dance yeah. reggae. We're all born with these like hinges connecting yeah. our ribs to our hips. So like we're very, you know, sexual in that area. That's yeah, just so, my philosophy. So Rachel, to, let me, let me, let me uh, enlighten everybody here. The community that's dancing, the sexual and, 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 the, and the hinges and everything else is not Dominicans. It's not the regular Latinos that, that we use. It's the Europeans. It's the African-Americans. It's the it's, it's Japanese. It's all worldwide. Like, there's no one specific culture that's not dancing bachata now. Yeah, I love that. It's a global yeah. phenomenon. Okay, yes. well, bachata has truly become a global phenomenon. And how amazing to see that this phenomenon is going to be brought to life on August 5th at the stage at the United Palace. Or I should mm -hmm. say on the stage of the United Palace. Uh, yeah. If you can share with everybody how to get more information about this concert and the documentary, uh, I'd love for you to take the time to do that now. Yeah, so uh, so it's Bachateria, the, the concert, uh, from the fields to the palace. So literally from the fields of the Dominican Republic to the United Palace here in, in, yeah. in, in the U.S. and New York. Um, it's August 5th. You could get your, your tickets in unitedpalace.org because we are working with, directly with United Palace and it's a not-for-profit. And it's an educational side of it. So we, we have implemented everything to educate the community. And you can get it in boletosexpress.com, which they are the partners who are, are selling the tickets on our behalf. So, I... great news, though. Great news. What? The tickets 
are only start at ten dollars because this is a community event. Wow! Right? Oh so my you're gosh! Able to get your ten. Applause, please. Insert yeah. Applause. An affordable <laughs> concert in New York yes. City. If somebody pinched me. Yeah. Wait, what? Yeah. Please continue. And then. Not only that, it's not only $10. We want you to come with... Uh, I saw you have your your son. I have two boys. Two yes, boys. I have my mother who also loves okay. bachata. There you go. Mm-hmm. So I would... You're able to bring your two sons with you and buy them ticket and come as a family and actually enjoy this because that's the idea of it. We want our next, next two generations to be able to yes. understand where we come from, who we are, and the reason why... For example, your mom listens to bachata every day and drives them crazy. But like, they'll be like, oh, what's that music? And they, they put a face, not knowing that when they start developing and growing up, that's going to be embedded into them. And So now they're going to know where it comes from, the reason why it's being played, and what we're doing to keep them educated. I will be there with my sons. I am so big on passing down oral traditions, the importance of keeping our culture alive. Yes, there's music, but there's so much more tied to this music. What you just spoke about, Juan, like normally people would have to rent to watch on Netflix or like read a book in its entirety. I but there's none, just broke there's down none that exists. There's none that exists right now. There's only one documentary that that exists, and it's uh, Romeo Santos' documentary for in the Met, like stadium, um, and and he did a great job doing it because it it, came, it starts from the basis, but there's so much more that that was um, that we're gonna be touching on. Like example, it, yes, the first bachata in the documentary says it was from the 1962. It was released. Yes, it was great, but it didn't start there. It started way back. So that's where we're going. Um, so, and again, it's passionate. And then the, the second mission, because we have two missions. One is, is the first mission we just mentioned. The second mission is to, in New York or in, in yeah, in just in New York, there has been a lot of challenges to, for our local artists that live here, have the opportunity to actually perform in a stage because nobody wants to give the opportunity. Nobody believes in it anymore. But mind you, you go to Virginia, you go to Washington, D.C., they're playing Almost every, almost every other weekend, right? But here in, at home, the second hub of, of Bachata, they're not given the opportunity. So our mission is to be able to showcase these talents, like, for example, Liza and Willie, um, to show them that they are more than capable and they're amazing artists and their music is very different, very unique. Their story is very unique. They're, like, their husband and wife, like, like that's crazy. Beautiful. You, you so know what beautiful. I mean? And they, they could... They could sing, they could play it, they could dance it. So why are we not supporting that and moving forward from it? So that's our, that's our mission. That's not only for them, but all, for all artists that are there. And I just want to shout out Afro-Dominicano real quick, because there's another mission that I want to add right now. They are up uh, in a voting series to perform as part of the MTA performers of New yes. York City. Yes. So in addition to copying your tickets for Bachateria, when you're done with that, you must go to weloveNYC.nyc slash MTA. WeLoveNYC.nyc slash MTA and vote Afro-Dominicano for the Writers' Choice Award. This is the first ever time that the MTA is doing anything like this. So we yeah. must go and represent for these guys. Yeah, we, we need to go support. Definitely. We need to go support our brothers. We, we, support we've been, our brothers. 
we, yeah. we've been right, voting sorry. for them so we're definitely proud of them and, yeah. and they're right now like the hot band right now uh trending so big shout out big shout out to them uh we we also share musicians it's crazy um <laughs> so they're, they're like family so you know big shout out to them to alfredo they're, they're amazing and you know the one of the reasons why they are actually part of the uh, of the program and, and and the concert is because they implement in their music it's called that's why it's called afro-dominicano they implement in their music the bachata style that was created back then and play it there and, and it's infused to their to their music which is um which is defined as afro-dominicano music so it's crazy again that's why they're there their work they work extremely hard like all the other artists here again that's why they're there they're not just they're not they're not gonna be playing bachata but they're gonna have all the elements and their music involved in it and that's one of the presentations where we're gonna get into detail where the influence of bachata there's no there's no cap there's no there's no there's no limits limit. on what we yeah. can it's and we can embed it into everything and that we want to make sure that people understand this came from bachata that sound you hear right there that cut that style of playing that comes from bachata so our bachata a genre has grown and evolved tremendously and is still evolving every, every single day well i i think we can go on forever here because yeah. as i just learned in this episode there's a very deep and rich history to bachata mm -hmm. that has political tie-ins and just social an evolution of a genre oh. socioeconomic implications mm -hmm. this is quite fascinating eloeleros you know i nerd out I nerd out when it comes to cultural stuff. I just do. I, because this is who we are. This is who my little my little two seeds, my little Jew mini Ricans, okay? They got a I lot like going on within their cultural quilt. But each pillar or, or each piece of fabric in that quilt is so important. As a mother, I want them to understand that we've been through struggles as a people on both sides of my family. Mm -hmm. My Jewish ancestors, mm -hmm. my Dominican ancestors, it's always been plight, struggle, immigration, mm -hmm. socioeconomic. And we've always had music to have our back, right? So right. it's very important. Thank you for inviting my family to this concert. I don't think I've of ever, course. one, been invited to an affordable concert in New York City, or two, <laughs> a concert where I can bring my whole family and we could walk away with having been entertained and educated. Mm -hmm. This right. is awesome. Okay, one more time, boletosexpress.com, right? Is that where yes. everybody gets their tickets? So you could you could I get the tickets there or and or the unitedpilots.org, which will you'll see the whole uh catalog there as well. Can people also buy their tickets the day of if they come to the United Palace? We are recommending everybody to please go online and buy them. And if they need help, they could just call us, uh, contact us, and we'll help them. Um, or if they need the postcard to be able to scan it and go there and educate them. That's what I've been doing with, with for example, my family. My family's been supporting me, but some of them are not tech-friendly. So I go, Hi. okay, give me a phone, scan it, here you go, which, which sheets you want, here it is, where's your, where's your card? As a matter of fact, give me cash, I'll buy it, put it in my card, and here's your tickets. Just make sure you have that. 
Hey, I, I know I'd hear my family. Can I play with? Uh, can I pay with lotto tickets? No, you can't no. pay with lotto tickets. Uh, also, we're not gonna take no kind of snapper EBT. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, but yeah. it's it's fine. You know, if you want to bring some snacks with you or something. But like, no. Also, um, uh, it sounds like it's gonna be sold out. So I do advise everybody to get their tickets in advance on those two websites if they can. Could you? Guys, drop your social media handles so people can also follow you. Absolutely. Um, we are at Liza, L-I-Z-A, Willie, W-I-E-L-I-E, uh, music. And then our website, everything is there, www.lizawilly.com. Right. And so for Bachateria is literally Bachateria, at Bachateria, um, underscore, because we're, we're, we're pushing this right. Um, my personal one it, I'll, I'll give is it's just Smurf LMP. Again, everybody knows me in the music business as, as Smurf. Uh, um, and uh, please support us. Uh, we're really doing this. We're pushing hard, but we can't do this without you guys' support. Uh, so come some see, some see some surprises that we got going on. Um, also, we didn't mention we're going to have one of the legendary uh, founders of Aventura there, which is going to be Lenny Santos. So he's a special yeah. guest. We're going to have La Mega's own DJ Aneldi, que es mi hermano. Me dijo que sí without even thinking about it twice. Uh, so I really appreciate him doing this. So he'll be our host. We have an LMP DJ that's going to be opening up and getting people ready to party and listen to some live music, which is DJ Anthony uh, LMP. So we're super excited. Come support us. That's what we're here for. And you're not going to regret it. Definitely. Okay. I have one last question. And you may say no. Liza and Willie, we would love... If you could sing us out a little. Oh my God, of course. Oh my God. Of course. (laughs) Uh, Okay, which part? Because we always get confused with that. Go ahead, you start. All right, I'll do it. They are so cute, you guys. They are so freaking cute. I'll do it, I'll do it. Yo sé que en ocasiones tiendo a ser complicada. Que muchas veces me mantengo callada Y es preferible eso en vez de discutir Y yo también Admito ser un poco alejado Un egoísta con el tiempo a tu lado Si hay algo más, toma Y pídelo del catálogo de amor Pero no se puede tener el cielo en la tierra Mejor porque no permitimos que esta guerra llegue a su final. Lo que funciona no siempre es lo ideal. There you go. There you go. And that's why. That's why. Acapella. No attitude or nothing. Acapella straight. That's why they're there. I know it. This is something that that's why we want everyone to go is to show all of our love dedication passion hustle everything we have put especially 20 what 23 years of me and willie doing music and it's come up to so 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 much hard work in one stage and not even us everybody else who's been there and been working their butts off for sure, I I promise you guys are not gonna regret it. Definitely We're all working so hard. Looking for forward this. to that. Definitely. Absolutely. Salute to all of you, Liza, Willie, Juan. Thank you so much for moving our people forward. It's synonymous with the mission of this podcast. Latinos Out Loud set out six years ago with a mission to move Latinos forward 
while making them LOL, right? We love to laugh. We have so many stories to share. Music is one of the passion points. And I'm just so happy that you came on this show and really just dropped so many gems. As if we didn't love the music enough here at Latinos Out Loud. I love it just a little bit more, you know? A lot a bit more. And I'm going to love it even more on August 5th at the United Palace. LOLLOs, your girl Rachel Aloca is going to be there with the whole family. I may even bring the extended family, the Heights family, <laughs> the Bronx family. Let's go. Dominican, Dominican, Dominican. I am so excited. And that's also such a wonderful prelude to the Dominican Day Parade in New York City, which is the Definitely. following week. Hello, as a former ambassador of the arts of the National Dominican Day Parade, I love going to this uh, parade. It just presents so much orgullo dominicano, La Quinta Avenida, and beyond. So, guys, it's about to be it's about to be Dominican month. Get your banderas ready. I got my country clue. I gotta go buy a new guida. I've been using my guida too much, and it's just a little bit. It's not really. It's not giving me the sound that I need. So I'm gonna get a new guida in time for Dominican month. You guys. Guys, thank you so much, Liza and Willie Juan. Thank you so much for what you do for the culture. Latinos Out Loud, you already know. Follow us. Follow me at Rachel La Loca, at We Are Latinos Out Loud. We even have a phone number. Give us a call. No big whoop. 978-LATINOS. That's it. 978-LATINOS. Um, on that note, we are wonderfully and beautifully and so eloquently out! Woo!